You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews at jasonagatch.com, and and we thank you here at the Locked On Podcast Network for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen of the day. And if not, I don't know how, because uh, by the time these come out, they're literally at the start of someone's day. So, uh, unless you are one of our friends across the pond. So, it might be in the middle of your day. In any case, we appreciate you making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen. Um, we are going to wrap up our... Uh, New Jays portion of our uh, look back in 2021 um, by talking about uh, the other major free agent that the Blue Jays signed prior to the lockout. And then we're going to discuss some of the minor league signings uh, in the final segment. Just guys you might need to be aware of. Uh, And then starting next episode, we are going to start counting down our top five games of 2021. I've got my list. I I don't claim to have the perfect list, but it's a list. So we can have some debates about that. Uh, I didn't see any tags about our Hall of Fame episode yesterday because, again, I'm not on Twitter until uh, Friday. Because, again, the internet is bad for spoilers. And and there's not much baseball to talk about anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I'm hoping to get back into it with y'all on that. But we do have a new Blue Jay on the Major League roster to talk about. And his name, and I'm, I'm looking to Twitter to see what we got for puns on this boy because he's got, he's got a unique one. Yimi Garcia. And it is Yimi. That is the correct pronunciation. Um, 31-year-old Dominican reliever. A split time in 2021 with Miami and Houston. And... Yeah, signed a two-year, um, $9 million deal, or sorry, $10 million deal, I can math, um, with a $5 million team option for 2024. So, very team-friendly contract, about, about mid-tier money for a reliever, um, biggest contract that Yumi's ever signed, so that kinda made things a little easier. Um... So, one of the major problems that the Blue Jays had last season, and one of the things you can really point to uh, for why they did not make the playoffs was for a time there, they were relying on bullpen options that were absolutely terrible. I I am not going to sugarcoat that because there is no amount of sugar that can can crisp up the uh, the Tyler Chatwood era. Or the Anthony Castro is our eighth inning guy era. Or the Joel Pamps is our eighth inning guy era. Just 
the Blue Jays were were flying by on a wing and a prayer. Even when they had guys um, who were doing well, they got injured. We'll be talking about one of those guys in the final segment. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until later in the season that they're like, okay, we need to get some guys. So they go out and get Adam Simber. They go and get Trevor Richards. Those two worked out very well. Uh, Brad Hand, Joaquin Soria, not so much. But at the same time that Miami was dealing Adam Simber and Corey Dickerson to Toronto, they were continuing to sell off. And Yimi Garcia was another arm that they sold high on. They traded him for pitcher Austin Pruitt and uh, outfielder Brian De La Cruz. And De La Cruz actually did make his debut in Miami after that trade. Did all right. He had 296 five home runs in 58 games. That's that's not bad. Austin Pruitt. Um, folks may remember the former Ray. Um, he was all right when Miami had a 193 ERA in four games for them. Could be uh, another flippable piece in the future. Um, but Yimi, uh, was kind of a late bloomer, um, started his career, uh, with the Dodgers and, you know, was, was used primarily out of the pen for them. Um, had a, a decent 2015, which was essentially his rookie season, a 334 ERA in 59 games. He made one start. That's weird, but... Um, then his health kind of fell apart. He had, uh, knee surgery and then Tommy John surgery. So he missed all of 2017, um, and struggled on his return, but he kind of reinvented himself in Miami in 2020. Um, in 14 games, he had a 0.6 ERA. That's pretty good. Like, like even the year before his last season with the Dodgers, he had, he had an 086 whip and a 361 ERA in 64 games. So Yimi started to establish himself as a serviceable reliever. He was actually Miami's closer prior to the deal with Houston and was still doing well at a 347 ERA prior to that trade. Um, the numbers get kind of skewed after his trade to Houston. He actually put up a 548 ERA with the Astros. But if you look at his fielding independent pitching, he actually improved in Houston. Went from a 419 in Miami last season to a 336. So the underlying analytics are pretty good on Yimi. Um, and yeah, in the um, in the playoffs, um, he actually pitched really well in the World Series for scoreless innings for Houston. Kind of got lit up prior to that. Um. But, you know, he's a, he's a guy who now has that, that kind of experience. He's actually been in the playoffs three seasons, one each with Los Angeles, Miami, Houston. So a guy who's kind of used to it um, gives the Blue Jays another uh, hard-throwing option in the bullpen. Dude um, is regularly touching 95-96 on his fastball. And he actually has a decent arsenal for, for a late-inning reliever. He has four different pitches he can throw. He is primarily a, a guy who works off his fastball, but he'll mix in a slider. He'll mix in a curveball. So he has different kinds of breaking pitches that he can throw. And he does have a changeup that's very sparsely used, but 
it's it's in there takes a little bit off about the same speed as a slider so there's a reason why it's not really used but a guy who's very versatile gives another look um for the blue jays coming out of the pen in addition to adam simber and trevor richards and jordan romano and just hopefully slots in as as that bridge guy that seventh eighth inning guy um who can get to romano or to julian merriweather spoiler um, so yeah, it seems like a solid signing for the Blue Jays, but is Yimi Garcia enough to satisfy what the Blue Jays need from their bullpen in 2022? I don't know. I don't know yet. We're going to talk about it, but we're also going to talk about our friends at Built Bar because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Built Bar is here to help you eat healthier in this new year. So you're not just looking outside and it's like minus 15 and snowing and like, oh, I just want some comfort food. I want I want all, all the Twix bites or something. You don't need to do that because you can have Built Bars, which instead of a candy bar that has like 240 calories and like 30 grams of sugar and a ton of net carbs... Most built bars have anywhere from 130 to 180 calories, four grams of sugar, so that's four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So you're you're eating something that's better for you. And they have so many flavors available. And and they they change them every day. They have staples like peanut butter brownie, coconut cookies and cream, double chocolate, or my personal favorite, mint brownie. Um, and then they will rotate in specialty arrivals. They have a caramel macchiato one. They still have eggnog if you want to relive Christmas. You can do that. They have churro puffs. The puffs are actually not to be slept on. They're, they're, pretty, they're pretty tasty. A little higher in sugar, but definitely worth it. Right now, they're, they're actually having a sale on some of their factory seconds. So you can get um, discounts on some of those Built Bars right now. If you go to Built.com and you enter the promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off your next order. So check out Built.com and get some tasty protein bars in your mailbox if you can get to it in the minus 15 weather. So is Yimmy Garcia enough for the Blue Jays' bullpen to heal uh, from, from the psychological damage that was inflicted by the likes of the Tyler Chatwood and um, the, the Joel Pamps and the, and the whatnot? Um, you want to think so? Uh, looking at just the additions and subtractions that the Blue Jays have made. Um, Kirby Yates is gone, but was he ever really here? Um, Joaquin Soria retired. Brad Hand, long cut. So if you look at the Blue Jays' 40-man roster right now, you are looking at Jordan Romano as your closer, as we mentioned. Um, Adam Simber... Trevor Richards, Tim Meza, I believe is pretty safe as as one of the lefty options. Ryan Barucki coming back should be the second lefty. 
Um, so that's five right there. Um, I think Julian Merriweather goes back in the pen. I don't see any reason to stretch him out, especially um, with uh, guys like Anthony Kay and Bowden Francis on that 40-man as your kind of depth starters. Thomas Hatch as well, if you want to keep him as a starter. Um, so Julian Merriweather makes six. Um, Yimmy makes seven. And then you kind of have your long man, be it Trent Thornton, uh, be it Ross Stripling, however that, that rotation breaks down. And then you have your depth pieces in the minor leagues like Anthony Castro, um, like Zach Logue and Kirby Sneed. Kirby finally made his debut in 2021. So you have those options down there. Um, Hagen Danner, the former catcher, was also added onto the 40-man. He's he's another guy who could get a look with a really strong uh, AAA campaign if one of those other names falters. But right now, if everyone remains healthy, it looks like the Blue Jays have their bullpen kind of in place. Again, health is a very, very fickle thing. The wind could blow and Julian Merriweather could have a lap strain. We don't know. So it would kind of behoove the Blue Jays to have a little more depth in addition to Yimmy Garcia. But as, as, uh, as it looks on the market, they're probably all right. I mean... Um, just quickly perusing the reliever options, uh, like you'd be looking at maybe an Andrew Miller, um, as one of the better options available. I think it's him and Kenley Jansen, who are the top two relievers remaining on the market as of this time. Um, but yeah, after that, you're, you're just kind of getting into the retread category because it's Brad Hand and it's Dellen Batances and uh, Trevor Rosenthal, guys, guys with injury issues, Adam Adovino, who kind of played his way out of Boston, uh, Joe Kelly, if you can handle Joe Kelly's oeuvre, and then it's like Alex Colome, Chris Martin, Archie Bradley. Um, you know, so you can, you can actually question whether or not, uh, adding another reliever from that free agent pool would imp improve the Blue Jays. And I don't think it would. So I think they're probably done shopping for relievers. Are they going to shop for another starter? Well, we didn't really get into that in the Kevin Gossman episode, but... They might be all right on that front with a with a front five of Ryu, Manoa, Barrios, Gossman, and then again whoever emerges from that Ross Stripling, Trent Thornton, Nate Pearson, uh, dichotomy that is there, and and you know they're going to be hoping Pearson actually steps up. We'll have to see if he can do that. That may predicate another move, but the Blue Jays pitching staff actually looks pretty set given the moves they made early enough in the offseason that they they can go and they don't really have to think of it. Are they going to be looking for another bat? That's a question for a future episode. But for now, I think we can safely say that the Blue Jays have the pieces in place they want for the pitching staff. And that'll be what they carry going forward.
Now about that depth that we talked about with the whole Blue Jays health being as stable as a dollhouse made of Ritz crackers. We'll get into that in a sec. I mean, you you never want to uh, bet on a team staying healthy an entire season. But if you do want to make your bets, you need to check out betonline.ag, the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action in 2022. Um, did you bet on Sean Payton leaving his coaching job with the Saints? Probably, if you watched the Saints this year, you could have figured that out. Anyway, it's a new year, and Bet Online has a new updated desktop and mobile website to allow customers to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on their first deposit by using the promo code Locked On to get started. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, from football to basketball to hockey to boxing and USC up to your favorite Vegas casino games. You don't have to wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for 2022 by heading over to betonline.ag where the game starts. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the Blue Jays have made some moves to kind of address depth in the organization. Um, as mentioned, they did they did make some some adds to the forty man. They added Zach Logue, um, Bowden Francis, Hagen Danner. They claimed uh, Sean Anderson off of waivers from San Diego. Um, hasn't been very impressive. Um, bounced around with three teams in twenty twenty one. Uh, got outrighted to Buffalo, so he's just going to sit in AAA for a little bit. Uh, that's what happens when you have an 849 ERA and can't even stick in Baltimore. Sorry, it is what it is. Maybe he starts to recapture some of that 2020 form, but um, Sean Anderson now a depth piece in the minors, as is a familiar name um, for Blue Jays fans. Um, when the Blue Jays announced some minor league signings at the end of November, um, the biggest name was probably David Phelps, who, as mentioned, um, was a part of the team this season and was good when healthy. And that's the big thing. Um, Phelps had a 0.87 ERA and 10 and a third innings for Toronto this season. Looked great until he got injured and literally couldn't throw anymore. Had a lat strain that he had surgery on um, and missed the rest of the season. But he is back on a minor league deal, going to try and work his way back into shape. And if he can uh, be that veteran presence in the bullpen, that is great for the Blue Jays. They can, they can have that guy back there who's, you know, has literally seen it all. So, you know. There's, there's no such thing as a bad minor league signing. And, you know, again, some of the guys that um, the Blue Jays brought back, um, they brought back Casey Lawrence. Y'all might remember Casey Lawrence. He got his cup of coffee with, uh, with Toronto in 2017 and then got claimed on waivers by Seattle. Hasn't made it back um, to the majors yet, but is you know, a, a functional depth piece for this team. So gotta, gotta be able to, um, to have those guys to fill out. Um, Jose De Leon, another guy 
Um, again, 844 career ERA. Um, 835 ERA last season with Cincinnati. And then went to the minor leagues. So, not not expecting a lot out of him. Um, and then the other pitcher they signed is a guy named Matt Gage. Um, yeah, don't don't worry about uh, knowing about him. I didn't. Um, he uh, he topped out at AAA uh, um, in 2019 and 2021. Didn't pitch in 2020 because the minors were canceled. Uh, 5.57 ERA at AAA Reno last year. So again, minor league depth. If he contributes something, that's great. Probably won't be seeing him in the majors. Um, and then I'm going to bust through these right quick. Uh, Kellen Daglin, uh, a catcher, 29-year-old. He's Canadian. So the Blue Jays do have a Canadian in the system. Um, but uh, yeah, he had, his, uh, he had his contract purchased uh, by New York. In 2021, he was he was a first round pick of the Rangers, um, back in 2010, but hasn't uh, hasn't broken through. Um, did get some time with Buffalo last season, and uh, hit 203. So again, a, a defense first guy, just going to be depth in the minors. Um, the Blue Jays added a couple outfielders. Malik Smith, who I really liked when he was in the majors. Um, he actually signed a minor league deal with Buffalo last season. And uh, just just stuck with the team for them. He's, and he's going to give another shot. He could actually be in the Jared Dyson role, theoretically. Um, if the Blue Jays decide to go that route. But uh, his batting average really tailed off once he got traded to the Mariners. Um, it, it was ugly. He hit 133 in 2020, and, and that was pretty much it for him. But he's, he's so fast. He's so fast and so good. Like I said, that Jared Dyson role is calling out for a replacement. So Malik Smith could very easily step into that. Um, Nathan Luke's. Uh, another minor league outfielder. He was in Tampa Bay's system um, for the majority of his career. Um, again, um, AAA All-Star. He had 303 last season. So, I mean, again, he's he's a guy who could have a shot. He doesn't offer the speed that Malik Smith has, but has a bit of a better bat. So, you could see there. And then the final signing that the Blue Jays made... Um, uh, on December 16th, they signed Gosuke Kato. So, you know, for those who wanted, uh, who, wa who wanted that successor to Munenori Kawasaki, um, Gosuke Kato, um, I don't know if he's going to be that, um, that guy. Uh, he... Uh, didn't get out of AAA last season. Um, spent it in El Paso, which is San Diego's uh, farm team. He, I, again, high average. He had 306. Um, but still not expecting him to make an appearance on the Major League roster unless things have gone horribly, horribly wrong. 
of course, I, I said that uh, I said that about Richard Urania in the past, so who knows what'll happen. Whatever does happen, we will keep you posted here. And again, we thank you for making Lockdown Pleasures your first listen. Now that this show's kind of wrapping up, when I make Lockdown Bets your second listen, it's hosted by your boy Q and features analysis from expert Lee Sterling. Check out Lockdown Bets wherever you get your podcasts like this one. Um, a reminder that uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at LockedOnJays. You can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. And I don't like that I have to avoid it because people can't keep their mouths shut. But one more day. One more day and then I get my my prize. And then I can be on Twitter more. So uh, look forward to that. In any case, as I mentioned... Uh, next episode, we'll be starting our countdown. Top five games of 2021. And I have my own criteria for them. We're going to get into it when we start that countdown, which should be tomorrow's episode. So until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at gsrunacouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And y'all take care.